welcome to Bygones, the Ally McBeal rewatch podcast where we rewatch every Ally McBeal episode through 2019 eyes. And I'm Laura Jane Parker. And I'm Eleanor Parker. And yeah, we're back for another episode. Episode 5. Episode 5. But before okay. we dive into episode 5, <laughs> I think we need to have a little discussion about a new thing that we've been doing. Which is, we launched a Patreon. Oh, we did, yes, yes. <laughs> Your face, you were like, what? I'm like, what? are you? It's not you. We are doing nothing new. <laughs> yeah, we've launched a Patreon. Yeah, we have. We actually launched it at the beginning of season two, but we recorded the last four episodes before we did. We, we launched, launched it. it. Yeah. So we didn't actually we have did any information to. <laughs> to give to anyone. Um, so uh, yeah, our Patreon is an interesting uh, concept. Uh, basically, if you've not heard of it, it's a website that allows creators to let their fans contribute a small amount of money towards the content that they produce. And in return, they give you like extra extra stuff tidbits yeah like extra content content early like bonus content like that kind of thing and yeah we decided to set one up because although we obviously love doing the podcast um and that's why we do it otherwise what's the point what are we here for (laughs) um it does take up a heck of a lot of time yeah out of our um money time yeah time and money and time yeah i was gonna say time isn't so much the problem because obviously we like doing doing it. it But it's more, um, yeah, it costs money to run a podcast. We have to pay for sort of equipment and hosting and all that jazz. Yes, yes. And uh, yeah, and any contribution that our big hardcore Bygones fans want to make would be much appreciated. Really appreciated. So we can cover some costs, upgrade our equipment if it breaks, (laughs) that kind of thing. Um, But yeah, we've got a couple of tiers on there and we're offering some interesting benefits in return. So for our $1 tier, which is our... Ali McBeal tier, which is entry level, you know, you like us but not too much in case it puts off your future husband. Um, we <laughs> give you um, 48 hours access to every episode, um, early access, and uh, we shout you out on the episode. And then um, we've got our next tier is a, a $5 tier, which is our Renee tier, um, because it's like the Ali tier, but we give you a little extra special something to show the world that you've got what's going on, <laughs> but waggle. Um, so you get the same as everything in the $1 tier, but we also make you a ringtone of the bygones quote of your choice, which was inspired by one of our listeners who asked for a, a ringtone file of uh, something we said in the <laughs> Um, so you can have us saying objection, you can have us saying butthurt Billy, you can have us saying anything that you've heard on the Plunge podcast. Plunge deep. Plunge deep, <laughs> yes, one from a few episodes ago. Um, then we've got, uh, we're getting, you know, really into the high, you know, you must really love us tiers. We've got a $10 tier, which is John Cage tier, which is, uh, we give you all of those things from the Renee and Ali tiers, but also we'll do bi-monthly, so every other month, live stream Ali watches of either an Ali episode or a movie from our top secret Ali McBeal at the movies list. And basically we'll get anyone who's at that tier to vote on what they want us to watch and we can live stream it together. Yeah. And you can join in. And if you're very, very... um, ask extra nicely we might bust out a dance to Barry White Um, and then if you've really got money to burn we've got our Richard Fish tier which is $25 or more a month Um, and you know that you get everything plus we'll make a short video answering a question of your choice and also plus 
and this is a big deal for me, you get to submit your verdicts of the week for every episode that we do. And not only will we read out on the show, but we also count it towards our overall leaderboard totals. And Eleanor really had to talk me into this. So I was like, this is a big deal to give away. Like, you're, I'm letting you in on my spreadsheet. Oh, spreadsheet business. So, you know... That's 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 like uh, you know it costs a bit because it's it's important. Big. It's big. <laughs> it's big. But yeah, I mean, as I say, that's if you're Richard Fish and you've got piles. Like if you are only able to wing us one dollar a month, that is more than we could have ever asked for. Yes. And uh, as I say, it's not a lot of money. It's I don't know what the exchange rate is these days in the UK, but Neither. less than a pound for yeah. sure. Um, so less than a cup of coffee in the morning um, yeah. every month, and um, we get. You know, we would love you forever. It would make a big difference to us. And yeah. Yeah. That's our Patreon. There you go. And we have very important news because we already have one patron already. And (laughs) because they have um, signed up as a Patreon, we need to give them a shout out on the episode. So thank you very much to Russell Honeywell, a.k.a. my husband. (laughs) For being our first patron. Thank you, Russ. He's been giving us a dollar a month. Bless his cotton. Bless his little cotton. Um, even though I know he doesn't listen to every episode. (laughs) But, you know, it's nice to support the people you love doing what they love, I think. Um, So thank you, Russ. Um, We have officially shouted you out on an episode. There we go. And, uh, yeah, if you also want to shout out, become a patron. Yes. Ring the alarm. Since recording this episode, we have got ourselves another patron who is not married to either of us, is not related to either of us, and is not obligated in any way to support us. So this is very exciting. Benji is one of our newest listeners, but he's dived right in there and joined at Renee level, which makes him an absolute legend. Thank you very much, Benji. We're very happy to have you along. And now back to the show. Yeah. Um, so enough of that nonsense. Let's go into the meat and potatoes of this thing. What yes. are we doing? We are doing episode five of season two, Story of Love. Love. Okay. <laughs> Getting into channeling my inner Barry Channeling White. love. Okay. Walrus of love. Walrus of love. What's Is that, that not what they call him? Is Barry that what White. they call him? Yeah, look him up. Right, I'm googling this. Walrus <laughs> of love. Yeah, love walrus. No, walrus of love. You. If it doesn't. Yeah, me. Walrus of I love. told you. <laughs> what the effing f? <laughs> That's. I think they Why? thought he looked like a walrus. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. There's loads of like YouTube videos with like Barry White with a walrus. <laughs> Told you. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, but no, no walruses, just no, the story. No. Okay, so uh Story of Love first aired twenty-sixth of October nineteen ninety-eight. Just before Halloween. Yeah. Uh, I know how dates work. <laughs> I know how <laughs> cultural <laughs> yearly events work. <laughs> so I've got a calendar. <laughs> we interrupt this program for Eleanor's cultural stuff. 
brought to you by the 90s, the decade more problematic than it looks. You came number one. Mm. I, I don't remember this. Mm-hmm. Lay it on me. Gym and Tonic by Space Dust. Oh, I feel like this is a dance track. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I think you're going to have to look it up. It was weird how, in the 90s, there were just these rap... Oh. Oh. This is ringing a bell. Oh. Yeah. Come on. Let the beat drop. distance apart. Your stomach pulled in, your weight slightly forward. <laughs> Keeping that posture and Did that one, I think work out for you. Three, two, three, I definitely This was definitely on a now album that we had. Yes. <laughs> um, it was weird how these random dance tracks some some like back when like before streaming was a thing um, and like what you bought the chart determined. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was weird how these like random dance tracks would get to number one. Yeah. So I was like, who's buying this? But I guess yeah. people were. Yeah. US number one, I don't know this one either. The First Night by Monica. Oh, Monica, yeah, I do know that one. Um, it's a slow like R&B song. Um, as in, you know, Brandy and Monica. Yeah, no, I know yeah. who she is. Um, and so... Um, yeah, I do remember that. I couldn't I sing it to you, but if it came on, I'd I'd remember. Okay. So October twenty third, yeah, Britney Spears' debut single "Baby One More Time" oh, wow. is released, and it would become the top selling single of nineteen ninety nine. Next, the selling, following year, yeah. yeah, selling over nine million units worldwide. Oh my God. So when Ali McBeal first started, Britney Spears hadn't been invented yet. Like that's mental. Isn't that weird? It's A world so without strange. Britney Spears. We didn't know anything. We didn't know. Wow, my goodness. There you go. Uh, also, so 23rd old. of October, Pleasantville is released. Oh, I love Pleasantville. Pleasantville's great. Pleasantville now always reminds me of going to visit you in New York because we went and watched it um, in the Brooklyn, yeah, in the Brooklyn oh. Park oh, cinema screen yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like by Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. I just remember being like, we're watching Pleasantville next to the Brooklyn Bridge. This is so mad. <laughs> yeah, I went to do that a few times that summer um, yeah. with different films. So I don't, Pleasantville doesn't particularly stick no. out in my mind. But um, yeah, no, that's great. It yeah. was a great, it was really awesome. I think they still do, they must still do that kind of summer screen thing there. Yeah. I'm sure they I'm do. I'm sure they do. But it was great because all of those summer screen things, I don't know if that's still the case in New York, but in New York they're all free, whereas in London, I was so disgusted to find out when I came back to London that we also do summer screens, but you have to fucking pay for them. It's the same with Brighton. Yeah. There's, there's, there's one on the beach and yeah. you have to pay to get in and so you're not allowed to bring food yeah. or drink in because well, they've don't got mind. vendors. I don't, yeah. So that was the in Brooklyn um, and New York and all the different summer screens that they did back then. Mm. As I say, I don't know what it's like these days, but they were all free, but you had to buy, I think, was that true actually? You could, I know I did buy from the vendors. Yeah, I remember buying something from vendors there. But I don't know if you had to. 
But yeah, it just seemed like it was easier to do stuff for free in New York than it was in London, but anyway. 25th of October, T4 is broadcast for the first time. Oh, T4 was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And Alexa Chung, Simon Amstel, Jamila Jamil. Yes. All of those. Uh, 30th of October, American History X is released. Oh, I love that film. Yes. It's a brilliant film. It's a good film. And that's what I have. Oh, well, a lot was going on. I guess it was a good week for... Because it was like half-term week, wasn't it? So a lot of films were coming out and a lot of stuff happening because it was school holidays and stuff. But yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let's crack into episode five. So we open with um, Vonda is singing Red Red Robin. Yes. The Red Red Robin, the ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-
10 points to Gryffindor. Like, well done for spotting the yeah. fake disorder. And, and yeah, well, anyway, she's like, the girl says, well, if you could just please leave me alone, okay? Um, and then Annie finally turns and, like, walks off. And as she's doing so, this girl smirks as Ali leaves. And then she gets up and she just chucks her backpack at Ali. Yeah. And, which knocks her down because, obviously, Ali's so, like, fragile. Well, like, a mere backpack can send her flying. to be fair, she throws it really hard at her back when she doesn't realise it's coming. Yeah. Like, and I think that would if you weren't... Because like, it's one thing it. yeah. if someone threw it at your front, you'd see it coming. Yeah. Like, but to do it at someone's back... I don't think it would knock me to the ground. Possibly I'd not. maybe. Possibly not. But I, if I was wearing heels, I can imagine myself Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, and then and she, the girl goes, oh, sorry, I dropped my bag. Could you go and get it? And... Ali sort of smiles really like sarcastically sweetly and is yeah. like sure and she like bends down and gives it to her here you go and she says thanks and, and Ali kind of gives the bag back and she turns ostensibly to leave again but then she comes back and full on karate kicks this girl <laughs> into a rack of newspapers and she's like it all claps the around <laughs> flat on the floor ends up on the floor and I I have thought long and hard about this but this is where I'm going to throw in my objection oh wow <laughs> because okay I, I understand that Annie's got grounds to be like pissed off because obviously this girl's just thrown a yeah. backpack at her yeah. but I really this is a trend now because she's done it a few times and I'm not having it, of okay. using her martial arts training, in inverted commas, because, okay, she went to a few kickboxing classes, yes. so I wouldn't say she's a black belt. No. But she keeps using it as a weapon. Yeah. Like, as, and a, it's supposed as an to attack. Be and it's supposed to be, like, defensive. when someone comes at you and then you block them. Yeah. You're not supposed to just push them with it out of, from a starting yes. point. Do you know what yes. I mean? And she just keeps doing it. Yeah. And I'm like... Stop it! That's you're abusing your your knowledge. Yeah, there. yeah, okay. Like yeah. I'm not I'm not against her coming back and being like, "What the fuck are you doing? You can't do that!" And like being angry with her. Yeah, but you cannot just kick someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I get, yeah. Okay. Good objection. Good. <laughs> <laughs> she does that. Yeah. And she's the girl sprawled on the ground, and Ali's like get up, it's your turn. And then as she's sort of scrambling to get up, the popo arrives. <laughs> like this police person gets, is it a woman or a man? a man? man, yeah. A policeman comes up and says, can I play? And Ali's like all embarrassed, like, oh, officer, how's it going? Um, and then we go, we go into Yeah. Questions. Well, I was just kind of like, this is so clearly like a case of one unstable person meeting another <laughs> unstable person. Because this woman is very clearly not acting like a normal human being but yeah. neither is Ali yeah. because most people just would have walked away yeah. on when the first time when she's rude to you yeah. for asking if she's okay yeah. most people would be like oh sod you then and walk yeah. off Move. but yeah. Ali is unstable herself yeah. so she has to stay and like poke the bear <laughs> like and, and, and use her kickboxing <laughs> yeah. why? yeah well it's that thing of like it feels like this opening is a bit kind of like, even when life is um, good for Ali, it goes bad. Mm, mm, like, mm, she's mm. always a victim of circumstance. Yeah. When actually she does have more control well, she's than put she herself lets herself. In that yeah, yeah. Like, she she's could a have complete... just moved on and the music yeah. could have started up again. But she's I mean? a complete slave to her impulses. Yeah. 
like and so she's always like oh woe is me and it's like but you You've you could this. have just ignored her and, and yeah. carried on your merry way well this is you know you have people who see the world as like everything happens to me versus I have, I have some to the world yeah. you know what I mean and like that's just a mindset that you either have or you don't have and you can change yeah. like if you've got that everything happens to me where is me yeah. you can just flip that around yeah. yourself but you have to do it internally yeah. like yeah. no one can do that for you no but um, it's, it's just the way but I think like, a lot of people who are in that mindset don't even realise that they're doing it half the time no. and don't realise that they have Control. Like you could let yeah. shit go, yeah, and you would have a nicer day for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Like you exactly. don't have to. It's almost like a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It's no, like... I do know people like that. Yeah, you know who are just like, oh, and then I met this person and they were awful. Yeah. Um. So I had to. I couldn't let them just like get away with being awful. So yeah. I had to be awful back. Yeah. And then it's just like, oh, you could just let them just not be a knob yeah. and yeah. Not get on with your, your life. Battles. Like yeah, you know what I exactly. mean. Like not waste your time with it. Yeah. So. That's that. Um, so after the titles, Ali is being led into a cell with the girl who we still haven't found out her name, but we do later, I think. We do, yeah. but much, much later. A lot it later. It takes a long, a long time. way into the episode before we learn her um, name. But yeah, so they're in prison. The guard's yeah. like putting her into like a holding cell. It's not like proper prison. No. They're not charged with anything, but yeah, he's like here. Like and then cell. another guard goes, you're back? And Ali's like, yeah, and I have my stationery and she holds his loo roll. roll. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And he's like, what did you do this time? And the girl says, well, she assaulted me, like, talking about Ali and saying that he's afraid, she's afraid of her. Um, and then Ali, and then they're pointing at this cell as though they've both got to go in the same cell. Yeah. Um, and and Ali, Ali's, Ali's objecting, objecting to, to it. That, yeah. yeah. And I was a bit like, really, you'd put that's two people in idea. the same cell who have just had an altercation? Yeah, like, like, that doesn't sound smart. That's objectively not a good idea. Yeah. Like... Who thought of that? I mean, unless they only had one cell left. Or, or maybe, uh, yeah, who knows? Like, maybe, like you say, capacity was dictating that. But, uh, yeah, it seems like a really Anyway, they go unwise. in, and Ali's like, this is untenable. <laughs> <laughs> the guards are like, yeah, give a shit. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so new scene, and Billy and Richard are doing a walk and talk in Caden Fitch, mm -hmm. and Richard's saying, what do you mean she got arrested? And Billy's like, well, she wasn't that clear... She evidently went to help someone in distress and kicked her. And Richard's like, that's clear. <laughs> and John, at this point, um, is at the um, on the stairs, like yes. across the other side of the office, with Stefan. Who, the frog. The frog that we met last episode. Yes. Um, and it's very cute because he kind of puts him on the... He Originally, he's holding him and he puts him on the step next to him. And um, Billy and Richard um, kind of stop to like see, and Richard's like, what? And, and John's saying to Stefan, settle. And Richard's sort of, as an aside to Billy, is say, saying like, it's the upcoming regionals, the stair compulsories. <laughs> like explaining what this is. Um, and John kind of um, sort of steps once, and Stefan follows like one step. And then John kind of steps down two steps, and Stefan follows. And then John eventually steps down all the way to the bottom. Um, and and he, the Stefan kind of follows him, yeah. and like, then John kind of picks him up when he gets to the bottom and kind of strokes him like, "Well done, like very good." <laughs> um, and that's when Georgia comes up, and Georgia's like, "Oh, hi, John." And John's like, "Well, the competition is Saturday," and Georgia says, "Oh, so he'll be hopping around all week." And John's like, "He won't interfere." And then Nell walks past, and she's like, "Oh, hey, John." And John's like, "Nell," and then he sort of holds up Stefan to be like, "Stefan, Nell." And at that point, there's this like 
horror swell of strings that Eleanor's so good at like doing. As Nell screams at the sight of Stefan, because she'd not seen him until that moment, Stefan jumps away from John in response to her screaming, and Nell is like a reflex just smacks him with a folder that she's holding all the way across the office into exactly Richard's hand. Like Richard catches him like perfect catch in one hand. And he sniffs him and I'm like, stop sniffing everything. It's <laughs> yeah. really like irritating. a baby, like it's a toddler. So annoying. But at that point John's like ah! <laughs> and like runs across the office going, Good God! Stefan! And Billy's like, oh my god, is he hurt? And John's like, I don't know. And he turns to Nell like, how could you do that? <laughs> and Nell, to her credit, is just really distressed. She's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And she like tries to come closer to see if he's all right, but she also like visibly gags. Yeah, she's like, frogs oh. gross she's me like, out. She's like, frogs gross me out. And John's like, you could have killed him. And she was like, he went for me. And he's like, his heart is racing. And um, Richard is sort of wiggling his... Um, fingers like from where he caught Stefan and he says I'll have to check myself for walk he walks, walks off and then he like walks <laughs> off and at that point George walks up and I'm like oh great we see more of George now yeah <laughs> his storyline's not finished um, and George says oh my father's a vet given to me and Nell's like, why does he have a frog anyway? <laughs> and George says, well, hey, buddy. And like, look, this like checking yeah. him over. And he, he sort of says, oh, he seems to be okay. And he says, what happened? And Elaine as he says that, past. Elaine's just like walking past. And he's like, Nell tried to kill him. And Nell's like, I did not. <laughs> and, and Elaine's like, I saw you. And Nell's like, he scared me. And George is like, it's all right. He's fine. And John's like, can I see him? And George says, oh, he's really beautiful. Is he a white tree frog? And John's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. And he's like, just walks off, like, concerned. He kind of, like, looks at Nell and then, like, hurries off with Stefan. Yeah. And, like, and Nell, Nell looks just really looks, upset. Yeah, she looks really, like, ashamed and sad and, like, guilty. She and, knows like, she's upset, John, yeah, and yeah. she doesn't like she it. She doesn't like yeah. it. It's really sad. Um... But also hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is very funny, that whole thing. Yeah. So um, then we're back in the prison and Ali and this girl are sat on the bed um, in the cell together. And the, the girl's complaining that Ali cracked a rib because she's saying it hurts to breathe. And then um, Ali's like, yeah, well, tough fracture. I mean, break. <laughs> Which I think is an odd pun. Um, but um, then the girl says, can a bruised rib get you out of a court date? I just asked because you'd lo- you look like you'd know. And Ali just looks like really stern and offended uh, and the girl just goes well do you have a record and Ali's like no and she says well maybe a little one and then she, they get into talking about why she might need to go to court and the girl says that she's being sued tomorrow and her lawyer dropped her mm. um, and Ali's kind of giving us some advice to say well they can't make you go forward if you don't have any counsel you probably get a continuance and what are you being sued for and the girl says she's being sued for assault it turns out she assaulted her best friend. At least she was her best friend until she'd slept with her boyfriend. Yeah. And Ali's like, she slept with your boyfriend and she's suing you. And the girl says, well, I picked her up and I sort of threw her. And at that, Ali sort of smirks. Yeah. And then Renee comes up to the cell door and is like, well, well, well. <laughs> and Ali's like, don't well, well me. I stopped to be a good Samaritan. She has a history of violence. Yeah. And she's like, what's wrong with the world? Um, and that's when the door opens and Renee's like, you can both go um, unless you want to make a citizen's arrest against each other. And Ali's like, we don't. And then she's like, do we? And she's like, no. 
Um, and Renee says, well, let's go. Um, and then Ali goes to leave, but then she turns back to the girl again and says, you know, I'm a lawyer. Do you want me to represent you? Um, I could at least help you get a continuance in exchange for you agreeing not to sue me. Um, and the girl goes, are you any good? And Ali's eyes just like she narrow. Like, yeah. <laughs> She's even asked. <laughs> That's the thing of like... Why are you doing like again? You like, can just Ali, walk away. Like, it's done. Like you both agreed, you're not going to sue each other. Why? Why do you need to? Yeah. There's no. There's no actual reason for this to continue. For this, like, yeah, for you to do this, like, uh, anyway. Odd decision after odd herself. decision. <laughs> she likes to insert herself. Um, so yeah, so then we're back in Cajun Fish and George has um, sort of, he's wandering around reception, like checking his watch and Elaine walks up to him and says, oh, are you here to surprise me by taking me out to lunch? And George's like, it's 9.30. <laughs> and she's like, oh, well, lunch would certainly surprise me then. And George says, actually, I'm here because I've decided to quit the magazine like we talked about and start up my own. But I need to file corporation papers. And I, I thought, you know, Ali could handle it. No. I was going to say, yeah. when he says that, there's this amazing moment okay. where I'm just like, Jane Krakowski yeah. does like, is so excellent in it because he says like yeah I need to file corporation papers I thought Ali could handle it and there's this beat mm. when Elaine is like on the surface like still smiling at him but you yeah. can tell that Elaine is uncomfortable immediately with yeah. Ali being George's lawyer yeah. and I, I don't I can't even pinpoint how she, how does, she does it, it. Yeah. but it's just like you know. her smile looks genuine but it just seems to it's something last. in the eyes yeah it's like yeah. it lasts half a beat too long yeah like it's She's just like, a really great timing Acting. yeah so yeah brilliant. like really I'm just like oh <laughs> Oscars all round, not Oscars, Emmys. Emmys, yeah. Um, but yeah, she's um, she says great, as you say, like ostensibly on the outside, supportive. Yeah. But then she immediately after that beat says, actually, Richard or Nell are better in corporate because Ali's a litigator, and George immediately looks disappointed. Yeah. He's like, so I should talk to Richard and Nell. And Elaine's like, yeah, I can set up an appointment for you. And he's like, okay, great, I'll talk to you later. And he, he leans in to kiss Elaine on the cheek and she's like, mm, sure, yeah. yeah. Like he's back to being like mine again. Um, so then, then Ali comes out of the elevator and she's got a coffee and it's really fucking foamy. Like you can see the foam like piled up. But I'm like, where's the lid? Like, I, why would you this not is wear my a note. Lid? This is my note because I'm just like, this is so contrived because who would walk around with a coffee cup with no lid like also, that? Even. Even the cappuccinos that I've had, they don't. The foam doesn't come over the top of the no cup. No, like it was really piled up, yeah. like you would just frappuccino or yeah. something, like a yeah. whipped cream. But it's yes. not. It's foam. It's foam. I'm like, yeah. who makes a coffee like that? <laughs> um, anyway, she comes out of the elevator with no lid, as you say, really contrived. Because what happens is she runs smack bang into George, um, and kind of. It magically into... gets foam all over his face, face like a beard without scolding him <laughs> yeah well foam to be fair foam wouldn't hurt if it's on its own it's if the coffee underneath but it's, it, yeah but, it's like but, but that's but, why but it's contrived because 
Yeah, I think you're right. The action would have splashed whatever it liquid have, it was would there. It would have splashed it up. But also, that's why it's hugely contrived because of the fact that the foam in this unrealistic manner is piled up high, so she sort of just smushes it into it. Yeah, his yeah. Completely. I'm just like, it, yeah, just, I don't buy this. <laughs> Starbucks does not make coffee. Well, <laughs> I did note it wasn't in a Starbucks cup. Was it not? No. Oh, okay. Um, Maybe independent coffee shop. She's yeah, gone to. <laughs> I know. Um, so anyway, this. So, scenario happens and Annie's sort of apologising but George immediately finds it hilarious because he's like oh it's okay it's funny yes. and then she's like going to clean him up and then we get a gif of Ali just like licking his face so with a the massive cartoon tongue, tongue yeah. um, and in real life she sort of just starts dabbing, dabbing his, his face, face with a tissue yeah. she? Um, and she's like oh you know I have to watch where I'm going and George says well actually I came in here to see you um, and he's like yeah um, I'm starting a corporation for my new magazine do you do corporate work Ali says, me? Sure. And George says, well, Elaine thought Richard or Nell. And Ali sort of, in a kind of like, admitting defeat kind of way, goes, oh, oh well. Yeah, they do specialise in yeah. it more than And I they do. both kind of look like bummed when she says that. Like, oh, I guess we were yeah, cause George is like, time together. George is like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, that's how he kind of reacts. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they both say it was like great to see each other. Um, and then George sort of says, actually, since you were my lawyer before, I think I would feel more comfortable if you think you can do it. And Ali's like, sure, no problem. And George is like, should I set up an appointment? And Ali's like, yeah, an appointment. How about the end of the day? Like six and like, great. And then then they suddenly are like, oh, great. So then yeah. we do get to see each other again. Yeah. Like they're both like, oh, good. Um, and then they sort of say goodbye, like nice running into you, whatever. And then Ali turns to walk into the office, like past Elaine. And there's this kind of almost frosty, like, Good morning, like morning. Yeah, because I definitely, and I don't know about you, but I definitely think Elaine overheard that last Well, they bit. had Elaine, you could see Elaine in the background yeah. in that last bit of the conversation where Making they changed the their mind. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I wasn't, she was sort of blurry. She wasn't. She was blurry. So I was like, are they saying that she could have overheard that? Or I that... think she did. Okay. Because why else would you even have her there? Yeah, like, I guess. You wouldn't, you wouldn't need the bit yeah. Ali saying good morning to her. Yeah. You wouldn't true. need that in yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think it is to so indicate yeah, they've, that they've Elaine kind of would have overheard what she that. Said. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or George has because Yeah. You know, Ali wasn't there. Well yeah, but George did say Elaine <clears throat> said now. Well he said what did he say? He said Elaine thinks now. Uh, Elaine Richard. thought Richard or now. Yeah. And she was like and Ali was like oh agreeing. Well, yeah, agreeing. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, they do they are specialists in that area yeah. and I'm not. Yeah. But then George comes George up does, with yeah, you're right, Well, yeah. this is the reason I would prefer you. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, she's yeah. gonna be like, Oh well, you know, if you if you want me to do it, then mm-hmm. I've got no problem with mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm, so uh, yeah, so yeah. what Elaine is witnessing is George George going against Yes. Quite advice. So next scene, we're at John's office and he's sat at his desk and he's sort of looking at Stefan who's on the desk and John makes this motion with two of his fingers like almost swiping like almost like you'd swipe a swish. Like a yeah, like a swish. Yeah, that's that's right, yeah. And at that Stefan stands on his hind legs, almost like a ballerina. Like I'm like in fifth position. Can frogs like? I think we should make this? a point actually for people who've not seen the show to say that any time Stefan is like being held in a hand or like on someone's head, it looks a like a real frog. frog. Yeah. But anytime he's doing anything like remotely fantasy-like, like 
hopping down the floor yeah. or like jumping up or yeah. like doing this ridiculous ballerina yeah. pose it's, it's CGI, CGI. Yeah. and it's funny because you can obviously see the difference yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not like a seamless transition no. <laughs> um, but it's just funny to see like in the 90s what people passed for as like acceptable in terms yeah. of like that's meant to be something that everyone can see yeah but also like I, I was just like can a frog a frog can't do that. No. no. You can't train a frog. It's bullshit. But even just anatomically, is it oh, yeah. even possible that it would be able nonsense. to biologically do yeah. that? Like, I, All nonsense. I'm not... Yeah, I was just like... But anyway, anyway. <laughs> at this moment, while he's doing his weird ballerina pose, Nell walks in, screams, <laughs> and he jumps onto John's forehead. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and Nell's like, I'm sorry, they just... And John's like, did you want something? He was really <laughs> upset with her. And he was like, I just wanted to apologise for... Did you know he's sitting on your head? <laughs> and John's like, it's a place of comfort to him. And Nell says, I'm sorry that rattled him. Um, I know this competition is important to you. And as she's speaking, Stefan just sort of moves on to John crawling down his face, doesn't he? Um, and, and Nell, Nell looks like really grossed out yeah. as this is happening. And she sort of leaves as Stefan sort of makes his way onto John's hand. Yeah. Johnny sort of crawls. Yeah. Because he's got his hand, sorry, he's got his, he's got his head like resting, his chin resting on yeah. his hand and it sort of crawls onto his hand. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah. I love Stefan. I think, I think so it's cute. so cute the way John loves Stefan. Yeah. That's my favourite thing about Stefan. I, I'm not a massive frog amphibian fan. I'm not either, but I, I really love this frog. The relationship so, they have. But I just think he's cute. A I cute just think frog. he's a cute frog. I think he's a nice colour green. Yeah. And he's really cute and compact and like... <laughs> <laughs> he's just so Would cute. you want it sitting on your face though? I don't know. I've never touched a frog. I don't know whether they're... They're quite slimy, are they? Are they slimy? Yeah. Because they have, I to don't have like know. moist, they're like having moist skin, don't they? I think I'd be alright with it. I don't think I would. I think I'd be okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I'd be interested to to hold one. I wouldn't mind holding one. I just don't want. One I'd be worried about it me. like jumping up and yeah, scaring me. Yeah, it's quite <laughs> unpredictable. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's anyway. what I'd be worried about. So next we're in court and Ali's in there uh, arguing on behalf of uh, the girl whose name they still haven't stated. Um, so um, Ali's saying, you know, asking for this continuance um, and opposing counsel is arguing against it because it's her fourth continuance we find out and the case is marked no further continuances. <laughs> and you can tell that Ali thinks this is an easy thing because she's like, well, what are you going to do? Give her, like, let her proceed with no counsel, like, you know, case closed. Yeah. Um, and the judge is like, but she's got you. And Ali's like, but I just got the case. So you can't penalise her for getting dumped by her lawyer. And the judge is like, no, 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 no. She fired her lawyer. And she's like, excuse me. Like, this is new news. Exactly. Like, everything's just gone up in the air. And the judge basically informs her, like, she's fired every other every other lawyer she's had in just to get another another continuance. And at this point, Ali just sort of turns really slowly to the girl and she's looking at her, like shrugs. And 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 then Ali tries to argue that because her client's not been truthful, like I'd like to withdraw as counsel. And the judge is like, Nah, too late. You're a lawyer. Starting tomorrow. And Ali's like, You can't make me. And the judge is like, The bad news for you is. I can. And the good news, dress however you like. And I was like, why bring that into it? I, 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 
don't know. Because actually. that's a reference back to her beef that she had with Judge Walsh. Do you reckon? Yeah. What else would it be? I wondered whether it was like. Yeah, like, coming in jeans and t-shirt, if you like. like. No, it's, it must be a reference to Judge Walsh. And this judge isn't Judge Walsh. No. Judge Walsh, but I imagine it's gone round the courthouse. Yeah, that would make sense. And it's like, but don't throw that in there as a dig. Like, that's not professional. No, it's not. Um, so but, I, I had a little boo at that judge for yes, saying that. But anyway. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, Ali's upset and, and, and the girl's like, I didn't lie, I just didn't volunteer information. Like, <laughs> Ali does not look impressed. <laughs> no. So we're back at Ali's office and she's Ali in there with Elaine. stressing about the um, trial. And Elaine's saying, don't take it out on me. And Ali says, that's what you're here for, Elaine. And I'm like, no. Yes. Yeah, so, no, no, no. So Ali says, that's what you're here for, Elaine. Your job in part is to be here for me to take things out on. And this is my... Objection! Hey, I just had a big no. Yeah, no, this is my objection. Because fuck you, Ali. Yeah, that yeah. is not any part of her job. No. And Elaine's face, like, she looks so... Like beaten down when Ali says this. Yeah. It's so fucking terrible. It's I'm so just like it's completely and unacceptable. Yeah, it's so unacceptable. It is no, no one's job is uh, no like that is n- part of no one's role it's to be, to be your punching punch bag. bag. Yeah, 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 like you dickhead. Like, I know. So yeah. and I honestly don't know why Elaine stays. Well, if I was me, if I was Elaine, I would have asked Richard if I could just work for a different lawyer. Yeah, yeah. Because Ali is a toxic boss. Yeah, she's terrible. Anyway, she's like, I've got to be ready for a damn trial in twelve hours after getting a case. Uh, twelve hours after getting a case, and Elaine goes, "Say you're unprepared. It's not like people will notice." <laughs> and Ali's like, "Excuse me," and she's like, "I meant that in a good way. You're so great off the cuff." And Ali's just looking daggers at Elaine. <laughs> and at this point, George walks in saying hello, and Elaine's like, "George," and she like rushes slash gushes over to him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, and she's like, "Oh, twice in one day. To what do I owe?" And they like kiss, um, and George says. Well, I'm I'm meeting with Ali, getting my corporation started, and Elaine's like, Ali's doing it, which yeah. is why it's the bit where I was like, is she just feigning ignorance? She this? is. I yeah. think she is. I think she definitely overheard them making this arrangement. Yeah. Okay. So George says, well, I sort of says I'd figured I'd be more comfortable with her, and Ali, uh, Elaine says, well, it makes sense. Think yeah. She's trying to like put a brave face yeah. on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Ali's like, look, we've got to get started. I'm suddenly in trial tomorrow and I don't have very much time. Have a seat. And Elaine, could you hold all my calls? And Elaine's just like, sure. Like, really frosty. Yeah. As if, like, that isn't a normal request yeah. for Ali to say that. And so she's like, I think Elaine's just getting more well, and more suspicious. Well, I think it's more, uh, I, I think it's a case of like Ali turning around to her and being like, I don't want to be interrupted. So Elaine is therefore not going to be able to find easy reasons to come in, to come in yeah. and check on what how Buttons. the interaction between George and Ali is going. Yeah, you know, and I can see this must be really difficult for her because she's not stupid. Like no. she knows she's suspected for a while that yeah. there's something up here. Yeah. So anyway. So, um, Ali starts by, with George, by going straight down to business, to be fair to Ali. So she's just like, blah, 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 questions about corporation law. Mm. Um, and, and all George is saying is uh, staring at her, basically. And, but Ali doesn't notice that he's staring with her. No. So she's all like, well, do you want to think about what I've just said? Or do you... Well, because she hands him a folder. Yeah. 
and and George just like slams it back on the desk yeah he's like slaps the folder down on the desk and and at that point she kind of looks up and she's like what's the problem yeah and George says I don't care about some stupid corporation I mean I thought I did I do but I'm just trying to invent a reason to be in a room with you and Ali's just like (gasps) (laughs) oh oh and George just says I cannot stop thinking about you and Ali's like I don't think we should be in a room talking about this. And George is like, oh, well, I kind of got this sense that you... And Ali's like, I send out a lot of senses. <laughs> but she says, you're Elaine's boyfriend. Well, she, she stands. Yeah. And she's like, you're she's Elaine's like, boyfriend. She's like, end of story. Yeah. And he's like, okay. And he kind of gets up as well. But then he says, but Ali, Elaine and I are not exclusive. I date different. And Ali's like, ah, you juggle. And he's like, I date and until I meet the right one, which... And Ali's like, look, I'm in trial tomorrow. And I really, like, basically, she's like, yeah. I cannot deal with this right now. And George apologises. And Ali says, it's okay, I'm flattered. And George says, yeah. And then she sort of, she sort of shakes her head. She says, but no, like, like this can't yeah. happen. Um, and George goes to leave and he opens the door and she asks him to close it after himself. And he's like, okay, fine. Because well, it's really, I was like... She goes, could you, um, and there's a beat where she's kind of like, he, he sort of looked back at her and she's got, because she, she's been kind of like grabbing at like the crown of her Yeah, she her does hair, that, doesn't she? Yeah. Like, um, she's got sort of slightly tousled hair and she does this, Ali has this thing and I think she knows she's doing it where she'll look at a guy with like, a doe-eyed sexiness mm. in yeah. her eyes yeah like and that's what she does because she goes because he's about to leave she's got no need to tell him to go close like close like he could like she doesn't need to tell him to yeah. close the door yeah but she calls him back to be like could you close the door <laughs> with the doe eyes yeah, like, yeah, yeah, in, yeah, a, yeah. in a kind of really alluring way and yeah so it's just like and he's like like it's just like you know what I mean but yeah and you get that sense because after he closes the door she sits down she sort of breathes because it feels like she's like been holding her breath since he told her yes and then she sort of smiles but as she's shaking her head and then she sort of grabs loads of candy from this candy dish yeah um, to eat but she's sort of smiling but also shaking her head like no 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 no, this can't happen yeah Um, but I'm like but she's enjoying it at the same time yeah yeah like it's it's she's clearly got very mixed feelings yeah. about it. But I do like Ali in this moment mm. because straight away she is very clear and firm like about how she feels about the situation. Yeah. I would agree with that. Whereas like George, George I'm just a, like yeah. you what the fuck? Like you don't go to your girlfriend's place of work and hit on her superior. No. And I think he's trying to justify it to himself because he um is like, Oh, we're not exclusive. But it's like it's obvious how Elaine feels about you, George. Yeah, and is Elaine aware that you're not exclusive? Because she's very he's... much acting like he's her boyfriend no i i can believe i don't know for sure because they don't make it explicit no, they but don't. i can believe that she does know that they're not exclusive because she does talk about dating and like she hasn't told she hasn't said to anyone that he's her boyfriend i think she just acts like he's her boyfriend because a she does really like him and when he turns up like why wouldn't you yeah um because they are seeing each other but 
I, I don't know, it's a very... Yeah, it's, I, I, it's, he's not, regardless of whether they are, or she does or doesn't know, and he's still treating her terribly. Yeah, and actually, like, the thing is, is like, okay, so even if you are not exclusive, or yeah, if you're not exclusive, it, it's not cool to then start trying to date someone she knows. works with yeah. and knows yeah. and is, you know, actually friendly with. And yeah. like, like, I'm just like... Uh, what well, does key, that? The key to having a... Um, I don't know, because I've not been in one, but I would imagine the key to having a successful, open relationship is communication. Yeah. Because yeah. then everything's out on the table and nobody's like... Jealousy is more Everyone knows where they stand. People to be jealous. Yeah, yeah. Because they, you don't feel like anyone's keeping anything from you. Yeah. Um. So George is just playing this all wrong. Yeah. Um. But anyway, back in court, and there's um a lady on the stand um who is becomes clear very quickly that it's the best friend of the girl whose name we still haven't established. Yes. Um. Which we will establish shortly. <laughs> yeah. So the best friend, best friend says, so I'm working behind the bar serving a patron. I look up, there's Hannah. And it's like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Finally, we know this Hannah. girl's name. Yeah. Hannah. Hannah um, Puck. Yes. And she and she says, her, and points. <laughs> sure. um, and the opposing counsel who's doing the questioning is like the defendant. She's like, yes. And then we get like a flashback of Hannah like entering the bar. Yeah. So we, we see like flashbacks, flashbacks as, as she describes yeah. what happened. Um, and she's like I thought she was here for, there from her shift and then suddenly she grabs me by the hair and the flashback shows her pulling her over the bar, bar. With her hair. <laughs> yeah. um, and she says then she knocks me down she's um, calling me garbage she's calling me garbage and then she's coming towards me and saying stuff like time to take out the garbage and the flashback has her like hurling her around over her shoulders like round and round yeah. in the bar um, and she says, and she's carrying me towards this big garbage canister and she just drops me in. And again, we see that in the flashback. Yeah. And she says, and it was the most humiliating moment of my life. And then, then we have Ali questioning her and Ali saying, well, you said you were minding your own business. Were you minding your own business when you started dating Joel Burlington? And she's like, well, yes, because my personal life is, is my, my own business. business. And I'm like, this is such a playground I argument. Know. <laughs> And Ali's like, and you knew that she was dating Mr. Burlington, didn't you? And she's like, yes. And Ali says, in fact, Hannah had shared with you many times, like friends do, that she was in love with him, didn't she? And she's like, yeah, but she falls in love a lot. And Hannah, like, gets Hands up. up. Like, puts her hand up and gets up and says, excuse me, I'm not a lawyer, I admit, but is she allowed to just lie? <laughs> <laughs> and the judge, like, just gestures for her to like sit down and, and she I didn't does. like the way he did that because he just kind of like he was like there there dear like yeah. she was like a little girl yeah. and I'm like she's a grown woman like shut up I know she's not normally a, but like you wouldn't have but I just like if a boy boy if a man stood up yeah. and said something similar he probably wouldn't be like <laughs> like do you yeah. know what I mean just sort of like pats like, like he, I can't describe how he, he, he does it with his little hand. Like, he does this little, little gesture. Hand. He doesn't, like, say anything. <laughs> no. Like, I'd have more respect for him if he just went, uh, can you, you know, can you sit down, please? Yeah. But it's just the way he just sort of does this little hand gesture. Yeah. But it just was like, I don't like that. Belittling. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So Ali says, knowing Hannah Puck was falling in love with him, you begin to date Mr. Burlington. And the best friend says, okay, in my mind, um, and Ali's like, uh, I don't need you to explain. I'm just looking for a yes or no. And the uh, best friend says yes. And I was like, hmm. Hmm. Your good friend, she tells you that she's beginning to fall in love with the guy she's seeing and then you begin to date him. And the best friend's like, oh, but I've fallen in love too. And Ali's like, I see. 
And uh, tell me, this trash can she threw you in, did it fit? <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's such a great line. I loved it. And opposing counsel's like, objection. And Annie's like, oh, withdrawn. Nothing further. And Hannah like raises her eyebrows. Like, like she looks totally uh-huh. pleased. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But this is exactly the kind of case like Ali is made for. She's so easily outraged when it comes to like romantic entanglements. Yes. yes. And as a result, she is she can be very persuasive in yeah. terms of like being like oh I see so you did this well that makes you yeah. how, how outrageous like yeah. you know and just she's very because it comes from a real place yeah. like she is genuinely outraged believes it yeah, yeah. Um, so then we have Billy and Richard entering the unisex and Georgia is already in there at the mirror and Billy's and uh, Richard are talking um, about uh, Ling because Billy's like you think you're in love with her and Richard's like, well, how do I know? We haven't had sex. <laughs> and then he sort of says to Georgia so that she knows what they're talking about, Ling. Um, and Georgia's like, you have to have sex before you know you're in love with her? And Richard's like, of course. And Georgia's like, why? And Richard's like, men love any women they want to sleep with. It's the ticket to admission, fishism. And I'm like, ah, oh, we haven't had a fishism in so long. Finally. What a corker. <laughs> what a corker. <laughs> Um, and yeah, so and then, then Georgia walks into like a cubicle yeah. and sees Stefan is on well, the Well, she's seat. like, oh my god! And Billy's like, what? And like, rushes over and she's like, it's John's frog. And so then Richard comes over um, and, and Georgia's like, why is he always in here? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus Christ, how many times have they seen him in here? Like, for God's sake. And Richard says, well, he escapes. And, and Stefan's like on the rim of the toilet seat. Yeah. Like, um, and, and Richard says, well, that's John's seat. He probably likes the scent. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And, and Richard goes to approach him to, like, pick him up as George is saying, well, he shouldn't be hopping here. And Richard's like, well, gently, like, uh, Richard Sorry. gently says, oh, come here, big guy. Um, and at that point, Stefan, to get away from Richard, hops into the bowl. And everyone's like, Great. oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Richard's like, can I get you, you get it. I'm not getting him. I'm seeing your partner, Georgia. Get it. And they're, like, arguing about who's going to try and get him. And suddenly... The toilet flushes and everyone's like, oh, oh, like, like the scream emoji. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh. And at that point, I don't know if anyone watches our Twitter feed, but I happened to pause it the moment when they react to the flush, <laughs> um, flushing and I put that screen yes, cap on Twitter yes. because it was really funny. Like Billy's face is like, and George's like, oh my God. And Richard's like, ah, oh. like, so funny. That was perfect little vignette of reactions. But Stefan goes down and then everyone turns around and John's just standing there with his with remote, his remote flush saying, I like a fresh bowl. Um, and, and everyone still looks a bit stunned and he's like, what? <laughs> and Billy's like, Richard has something to tell you. And Billy and George just leave. Exit. Which I'm like, that's not cool. Like you're no. the one that found him in the first place. Um, but anyway, John again is like, what is happening? And Richard's like, I just want to say good luck on the competition. We're all rooting for you. And <laughs> he just leaves. No. <laughs> and John's like, so John is you. still completely unaware Olivious. as to what has happened to Stefan. Oh my goodness. But it was <sighs> very funny, that whole scene when they were like, oh, for God's sake, you get him, you get him. And yes. he ends up down the toilet. Yes. So then we're in Richard's office and Billy is like, you didn't tell him? Uh, no, and, and Richard's like, no, it's not, it's not something you could have spring, Billy. Hey, John, seen your frog lately? <laughs> <laughs> and George is like, so what are we going to do? And Richard's like, oh, just let him be missing for a while. John will start to panic, think the worst, and then when he finds out it is the worst, it won't be such a shock. And John, George is like, 
no, we can't. And Richard's like, well, then you tell. And George is like, you taste him in the bowl. And Billy's like, look, peacemaker, being the peacemaker. He's like, there is no way we're not going to tell. It's the only decent thing to do. And then at that point, John pops his head in the door. Yeah. And, every, and George is like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, and John then says, Stefana's escapes again. Have any of you seen him? And mm. they're all like, no, like, no, 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 we haven't seen him. And John's like, damn and he leaves and Richard's like nice going Mr. Decent and Which Billy's like laugh. <laughs> Billy's like Richard you've known John the longest you were nearest when the frog jumped you tell and Billy and George leave and I don't like how Billy and George are just like putting this well, on this Richard. Is the thing. I was like A oh, well first of all I love the way Richard pierces like Billy's sense of moral superiority <laughs> by calling him Mr. Decent yeah because every like, time he's had the chance to tell him he's just immediately well, gone nope Billy is acting like a child yeah. like you're the nearest you've known John the longest it's like it's the kind of like logic you find in a playground yeah. like you're the tallest why are you doing like it's like you have a if you think John needs to know and no one else is telling him yeah you tell him yeah like, but like they're all equally capable of telling him it's yeah. not like it's a certain secret that only one of them has done to him like they no, were all aware. they were all present yeah like they are all like part of it culpable yeah like I just think like yeah, yeah Billy's uh, yeah, justification of why uh, Richard needs to be the one, the only that can tell John. So it's stupid. Just completely mad. They're just cowards. Yeah, completely. Anyway, so then we see Ali walking with Hannah in the street, and they're um, sort of debriefing after the day in court. And um, Ali's saying, you know, it, it went okay, but you're the one that's going to need to convince the jury, Hannah, and just speak from the heart when you testify. Um, and do you have one? <laughs> <laughs> and Hannah says, you know, you remind me of me. Thanks for helping. And they have have like this nice moment where they're like you know nice to each other and just like yeah meet you here tomorrow okay um and they say goodbye to each other and then Annie's sort of smiling as she sort of leaves from speaking with Hannah and she sort of nearly bumps into George who's coming the other way with a coffee two coffees in his hand but instead of bumping into him she ends up like limboing under his arm I had to rewind and play this like several times to work out what the hell happened here yeah because I'm like this is never I've not need I've not seen this happen to anyone else this has never happened to me I've never needed to limbo under anyone's arms in the street yeah like it's such a weird thing that that happens like it's hard to actually see how logistically it would work well she manages she manages Um, and George is saying oh my god I'm so sorry and Ali's like oh that was really close and George says well you're very flexible you could do my wiggle walk Um, and then Ali puts down her briefcase to like have this conversation <laughs> with George like, in, this the, in the street I'm like I would never put down my bag in the street anyway no. she's like listen George um, and George is like I know I came to apologise and she's like over a cup of coffee and because George has two coffees so yeah. clearly he was coming to see Ali with a coffee I guess yeah, I think but then George throws two perfectly good coffees in the bin I've got a note here that says this hurts my soul I was like <laughs> Away, good coffee, man. The problem isn't with the coffee. <laughs> I just can't. Help. Like, if I was Ali, I'd just been like, I'll take the coffee and good day. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. Anyway, um, George says, I know I put you in an awkward situation, but under the heading of life is too short, I just got a hit the first time I laid eyes on you. 
And Ali's like, well, sometimes the best delayed eyes can let end into <laughs> And then she says, Elaine, and George says, I know, but the fact that you're also admirable doesn't help. And there's just like this pause uh, when they realise like it's the end of the line. Yeah. And he's like, it was a treat. And Ali's like, me too. And then he goes to leave and Ali stops him like going, ah, George, could you go doing your wibble walk? And George is like, excuse me. And Ali sort of just giggles like funnily, like, mm-hmm. and she's like, I think letting you just walk off could haunt me. And I think the image will wash away easier if... And George was like, do you want me to do the wiggle walk on the street? And Ali's like, well, you said you were a fan of Silly. And George was like, I did. And she's like, and you also said that it made you feel better when you were sad. And George was like, did I say I was sad? And Ali's like, well, maybe it's me who's sad. Um, and then George George's like, like okay. And then he starts singing this weird, like, song. I mean, we might have to insert it because yeah. I can't replicate it. No, 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 nobody can do this. Um, and, and, and Ali stops him and she's like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, you don't know. And he's like, okay, so whenever I do the walk, I have to do it to this song. And since there's no stereo, I sometimes I hear the songs in my head. And Ali's like, oh, that's ridiculous. Nobody hears songs in their heads. And I'm like, yes, they do. Like, you're not a magical unicorn. Like, what the fuck? Did you think you were the only one that does? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, George is like, I'm going to have to get some other lawyers to handle my corporate work. And Ali's like, yeah, okay. And she's like, bye, George. And George's like, yeah, see ya. And then Vonda starts up singing a song called Nobody But Me by The Human Beings, which I guess is the song that John yeah. was trying to... George. George, even, was trying to sing. Yeah. Um, and George just does this, like, ridiculous walk. And it's Ali, like, laughs like mad. it's the most amazing thing she's ever seen. And then she, like, clutches her heart, like tearfully and I'm just like what? is this really meant to be like a heartfelt goodbye of like the potential love of her life like it's really weird, weird. yeah because like they've barely had any interaction and I don't yeah they've got like slightly good chemistry yeah but they've not been on that a date they've not done anything like it's what like is this? they don't really know each and other and I'm like what do you think you're losing that yeah. you're so sad about yeah it's just like, I felt like that scene was trying to achieve an emotional beat that it hadn't earned. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I agree, I agree, I agree. It was really odd. Anyway, it's <laughs> night time, and John is in the office with, like, a little high-pitched pipe, and he's, like, looking blowing. for Stefan, because he's, like, looking under the desk, blowing the pipe, looking under the sofa cushion. Yes. Um, and while he's doing that, Richard comes in, um... and and John's like something's wrong even when he wanders he he always comes back quickly and Richard's like he's he's not coming back John and John's like what? like his his face like falls yeah and he goes who's on your toilet seat again I went to catch him he jumped into the ball right when you came in hitting your automatic flusher and John's like lip wobbles, he's, like horrified. And he's like, I, sh- I should have told you then, but I, I mean, we, we were thinking there'd be some way to uh, soften it. There isn't. And John's like, tears are welling, and he's just like, I'm sorry. And John's John like, John looks so, so he's like, upset. Are you sure he didn't get out? And Richard's like, I'm positive. And John's like, Could you excuse me? And he's like, John, hey, and John's like, I'd really like to be left alone, Richard. And this whole 
scene, I was so emotional because John, as you say, looks so sad. Like, so I mean, there are tears running down his face by the end of he's it. He's got like a wet face. Like, yeah. it's like it's it's not so much like tears are running, like streaming. It's more like they're just like absorbing his entire face. You know, like when you get a really, you're trying not to cry, but the tears just sort of all mush together. You know what I mean? No, I don't. <laughs> Well, that is what happened. Anyway, stop making light of this because I was like, it's such a testament to these actors that they can make me feel so upset about a fucking yeah. frog. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, pets dying are But we've awful. barely met Stefan as an yeah. audience. Yeah. Like, the fact that Peter McNichol can convey this, like supposedly long term longer term like three years I think he said no, he had six it years. six years or whatever he'd had this frog yeah. in a couple of episodes yeah. and us believe that and feel the pain that, that he does that, that quickly because well, they've established like he's got a little real little partnership and yeah. bond with this frog and, I, and just the way he reacts to this news is, is so, so heartbreaking yeah, yeah, yeah so sad so and I just and Richard for his part I'm like if someone's going to tell you that your best friend in life has died like Richard did a very good job yes a yeah. really good job. But I think it's like, not only is it like your your pet and your friend has died, but you're the one that killed it. Yeah. Is, is like horrifying. Yeah, and I thought he pet, because normally it's very, what I loved about this scene is that normally Richard can be very flippant with stuff, but here he's recognised how much Stefan, even though everyone else thought Stefan was ridiculous, yeah. it meant something, he meant something to John. Yeah. And Richard is, respecting that yeah you know yeah. and giving it the gravitas it deserves yeah and yeah. i loved that about richard's yeah. approach to this i just thought it was absolutely yeah, wonderful um so yeah so richard leaves him um and as richard is walking out of john's office sort of sad about what he's just had to do mm. ali sees him and she's like richard what's wrong and richard's like john's frog he was accidentally killed um, and Ali's like really shocked and realises this is a big Huge, deal yeah. and she like runs to turn to see John like looking out of the window tearfully and she goes up to him and just gives him this massive like hug um, well I really love that moment because there, yeah. there are times when John and Ali don't seem to need words no. to, to know exactly what each other need Yeah, and it's like literally in that moment like she sees John, John sees her and he's he's and also the fact that he's not the kind of man to be like, I'm fine, I'm fine. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah. you know, yeah. uh, man up yeah. and um, tough it out yeah. in front of a woman. Like, uh, John isn't that kind of man. No. So he's he is comfortable with Ali seeing him like that. And yeah. she and she knows how big it is, like you say, like the the, the how devastating yeah. that would be to John. Yeah. And like and, like, and they just okay. like hug and it's yeah. a real heartfelt yeah. hug like and, and she's like you know it's just that thing that without words she's saying I know how much this meant to you and I'm and so I'm sad so for you. sorry yeah. yeah this was just a really nice scene I really liked it yeah it's, really it's very very good um so the next day um John is <laughs> <laughs> I hate to laugh because it's his pain and he can work through it any damn way he chooses but he chooses <laughs> to play Amazing Grace on the bagpipes <laughs> around his office is he in bed? 
bare feet. I want to say he's in bare feet, but I could I, be like... I don't know, possibly. And and Billy, Georgia and Richard are just sort of looking in at him. And, and Georgia's like, what can we do? And Richard's like, you could have saved the frog. <laughs> and Georgia's like, you scared him into the bowl. And Billy's like, all right. Like, stop bickering, for God's sake. Um, so then we're in court. And Ali is questioning Hannah, it's Hannah's turn on the stand, um, and she's sort of getting Hannah to admit that it was, um, you know, to see that, you know, some people can see that it was probably an overreaction what she did, and Hannah's like, well, I was hurt, I was betrayed by, you know, basically by her best friend and by Joel, um, because Hannah says, I was in love with him, I thought that we would... Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. <laughs> Pauses. Um, and she says, and when he broke it off with me, the only person I could turn to was Laura, which we now know is her best, her best friend's name. Best friend. um, she was my closest friend. And then I find out she was, and Ali's like, so you physically accosted her? And Hannah's like, well, I just, I think I just lost myself. I mean, for me to be able to lift her shows I had to be on some sort of adrenaline expression. <laughs> she weighs at least 25 pounds more than me. And I was like, gotta get the knife. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, the opposing counsel objects. Uh, and he says, what uh, could uh, I objection. Well, because she says she weighs 25 pounds more than me. And then, like, you see her, her ex-best friend, like, immediately, like... <gasps> Like whispering, in yeah, and the cat's like, Objection, my client would like to have that strip. <laughs> and Ali says, Did you try to hurt her? And Hannah was like, No, I still care for her. I just, it was more about acting out my own hurt, you know. I just couldn't believe that she could, I can't even bring myself to say it. And Ali's like, Stab you in the back and steal your lover. <laughs> and the opposing lawyer's like, Objection. And the judge says, Sustain. And, and Hannah says, I'm working on forgiving her. I'm surprised that she can't see her way towards forgiving me. And um, Ali's like, that's all I have, Your Honour. And she turns to sit. And Oren comes in. Oren Cooley. Oren Cooley. I, uh, I, was another... like, I was like, oh my God. Like, I did not remember that he was in another episode. Yeah, like... it was, um, he is. He's here. He is. Another, another guest <laughs> appearance from Josh Evans, who we saw last season. Yes, yeah, season one. Um, and um, there's like, sort of, there's like a screeching guitar as Ali sees Oren because she's really shocked. She's yeah. like, like yeah, um, and he's like Miss Puck, and Ali's like objection. Where did he come from? <laughs> and the judge says, well, he filed an appearance, um, and Ali's like, oh, but, 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 but they were hiding him. Um, and I'm like, here Ali comes with her little people bigotry. Yes, do you know yes, what I mean? Yes. Um, um, and the opposing counsel's like objection, and Ali's like, you just can't sneak co-counsel into the room and the judge is like Miss McBeal and Ali's like who else is under the table yeah like, she pretends to look under the table and the judge is like Miss McBeal um, and, and Oren makes like a yeah. gesture at Ali and uh, a the face jury. to the jury yeah. as if to say like this woman's crazy well it was almost like <laughs> this guy huh like <laughs> this little gesture anyway oh. Oren's like told to proceed by the judge and Oren's like Miss Puck when you first met your lawyer you attacked her with your bag and Hannah's like we had a misunderstanding and Oren's like and what happened after you hit her with your bag and Hannah's like she kicked me and Ali's like objection and Oren's like that woman kicked me too your honour <laughs> and Ali's like objection <laughs> like this is all just going down the toilet much like Stefan for Ali today <laughs> And jo the, the, the judge is like, get up to the bench right now. And Ali and the opposing counsel come up. And the judge is like, 
I don't know what the hell is going on here. <laughs> and then he's like, is he down there? And Ali's like, yes, he's down there. And she, Ali's like, your honour, this is blatant abuse. They're trying to attack the, the messenger by undermining my credibility. And the judge is like, did you kick him? And Ali's like, I thought he was a baby. <laughs> I'm like, that's not that a explain anything. <laughs> she keeps saying that. Anyway, and the judge says, Mr. Cooley. And then the opposing counsel lifts up Oren like he's a freaking baby. Yeah. Like, yeah. I really didn't enjoy yeah, that. Yeah. Um, Sort of so that he can see the judge. Yeah. Um, and then he's like, would you please keep your focus on the witness and not keep going after opposing counsel? And the Oren's like, yes, your honour. And the judge is like, step back. And then the opposing counsel uh. carries Oren back to their desk like he's a bloody football. Well, like like under her arm. Yeah. yeah. And he's going, put me down, put me down, put me down. And like, eventually she just... And you can hear, like, people in the courtroom, like, chuckling. I know. And I nearly threw my objection in for that. Save for the fact that I wondered whether, because Oren has been known to do this, he was using it as, like, a tactic. Yes. That like he consented to, to do that, but the thing is, because he wanted it to look like Ali just goes around kicking people who are vulnerable. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I uh, think potentially, but the fact is, we don't see that in the show. No. So as a result, it it feels like this was done for a laugh at Oren's expense. I didn't and, enjoy and it. No, no, and it's just not funny, and it's not okay, and it just felt like a mean-spirited humiliation of that character. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't like it. No, I, it was really badly done. Yeah. Like, not yeah, cool. No. Anyway, so then we see Ali and Hannah in, like, the hallway of the courthouse. Um, and Hannah's like, why would they bring in a midget? And Ali's like, he's not a midget. He's a 10-year-old genius with a hormone deficiency. <laughs> um, they brought him in to make us both look like bullies. Um, and Hannah's like, why did you kick him? And Ali's like, it's a long story. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, too long for this. So she takes a drink from the water fountain and Hannah's saying, oh, look, here he comes. And Oren's like walking down the hall and comes up to Ali. And Ali says, Oren, I'm surprised at you. Um, you know, you're, you know you're being exploited for your small stature. Um, and Oren's like, gotta make a living. Um, and she's like, you're 10. And Oren's <laughs> like, 55 grand, we walk away. And Ali's like, not a chance. And Oren's like, I'll be back. And he walks off. And Hannah's like, cute little guy he must have really sailed when you kicked him yeah I'm like I don't like these little no, jokes about Oren no. but also I don't like how the show is <sighs> having scenes like this in that makes it seem like Oren's like cool with it so it's okay yeah 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 completely you know what I mean yeah 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 it's really messed up yeah I don't like it anyway yeah. Cajun Fish um Elaine uh picks up like the like this this sort of crushed pile of electronics um, yeah, and Richard and Nell are flusher. looking they're in Richard's office yeah. and, and Richard's like what's that and Elaine's like well it was his remote flusher he's crushed it I found it it was on his desk and Nell's like well, where's John and Elaine's like I don't know but Richard we have to do something he was so close to that frog and then John knocks at the door and, and asking for Richard, and, and Richard's like, oh, hey, John, how are you doing? And John's like, okay, um, I'd like to have a memorial service. I know it seems silly, and Nell's like, it's not silly, and Richard's like, no, not at all, like, do it do it here in the office. And, and John's like, okay, that's fine, I'll circulate a memo, and then he leaves, and I'm like, another fucking memo. <laughs> memo. <laughs> um, and Nell, like, follows him out, she, like, catches up with him um, in John's office, mm. um, and she's like, 
John, I, I know I seemed hostile to Stefan, and, and John's like, you hated him. And she's like, I didn't. And John's like, you, you loathe frog, frog kind. kind. <laughs> yeah. And then he sort of shrugs, like, fine, like, I guess yeah. we'll have to get over it. Um, and now tells this story. When I was seven years old, I had a hamster. Millie. I loved her so much. In high school, I was the star of my track team. I went almost every meet. People would ask, how do you train? And, and I'd say, hard work, the normal stuff. But uh, truth was, it, it was because of Millie. For three years, from second grade on, I would sprint home after school because I, I just missed her so much, I, I couldn't wait to see her. Then one day, my brother put an Argentine horned frog in my terrarium. Yeah. He ate Millie. It was a year before I could forgive my brother. I have never forgiven the frog. I know. I was like, that's horrible. Now. Little Nell. So I just imagining like little Nell like running home because she Lots loves of blonde me. hair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I fucking hate hamsters, but I like hamsters. I know. <laughs> you had several of the little rats. No, I had one. I thought you, it felt like you had an endless parade. No, he just sure. he lasted a long time because I, I loved him so <laughs> But didn't much. he keep getting out of your cage? He did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I always get him back in. It's fine. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, he was... Um, yeah, it was it's a really cute story. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, I kind of understand. Like, I know, it's not yeah. just you're like, frogs are gross. You're like, no, I've no, actually I, got an experience that... Emotional experience, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and John's like, well, Stefan never hurt anybody or anything. And Nell's like, I know, I was just trying to explain. And then she says, I'm sorry for your loss. And John's like, I appreciate that. And then he sort of sort of sits at his desk with this like office like water fountain, like this little office gadget that he's got that's like a water fountain yes, that's like bubbling yes, up. Yes. Um, and as he's doing that, Vonda starts singing um, What Becomes of the Broken Hearted and we kind of fade to, from that scene to the bar at night um, and Renee and Ali are sort of walking through the bar with yeah. some drinks. Um, and Renee's saying, you know, 55 isn't a bad out and Ali's like, she doesn't have $55,000 plus isn't the other girl, the Cruella here, she took her boyfriend and they're kind of sitting down at a table as they continue talking um, and Renee's like, Boyfriends are not taken. People find each other and sometimes there's a bump. And Ali's like, I'm telling you, Renee, when I saw him do that wiggle walk, and Renee's like... I'm just like, seriously. We're coming back to here. Seriously. Yeah, I know. This is... It doesn't at all. No, and and of all the things, the wiggle walk, like, I'm just like... That's what got you? Yeah, like... No. Really? Renee's like, then go out with him. And Ali's like, I can't. Um, and then Renee notices um, and alerts Ali that she can see George dancing with Elaine on yes. the dance floor. Yeah. And Renee's like, is he here because he knows you're going to be here? And Ali's like, I don't know. I don't think so. No, she brought him. He doesn't know we all come. And then George notices Ali, yeah. and Ali smiles back at him, um, and she's, Ali's saying to Renee, he, well, he does know now, he, he just saw us. Yeah. And George waves behind Elaine's back, because Elaine's got her back to them as they're yeah. dancing, and he's sort of waving at Ali behind her back. And Ali and George have this, like, what I call an eye fuck. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. They, like, sort of flirt yeah. and look at each other. And Ali, like, 
like turns back to like look down, like coyly look down as you do when you, I don't know if anyone's ever had an eye fuck, it's enjoyable, <laughs> but um, she sort of, t- you, the idea is you don't just stare at each other all the time, you sort of turn away and then look back and look back and look back. Um, but as they're doing that, they twirl on the dance floor so that Elaine is now in Ali's line of sight yeah. and she can see that Ali's been in the middle of something because sort of, she's obviously glancing well, she's like in their direction. And, and yeah, like, yeah, she can tell that that's what's happened well she she yeah she can yeah she she notices yeah she suspects she sees yeah Um, and you can see she's very kind of threatened yeah by it so new scene um richard and elaine walk into richard's office and renee comes after and billy george and nella already in there yeah it's the next day and richard's saying where's ali um, and Renee's like, well, she went straight to court. Why am I here? And I was like, good question. Because I <laughs> that often seems to be a line. I've noticed, like, Renee... Renee's like, why the hell am I here? Like, like, <laughs> yeah, like, everything. That is a line that she's, like, given quite often. Yeah, even... Yeah, well, it was a couple of episodes ago when, when she, she was, was in the church. church. Yeah, yeah she's the, like, why am I here? Yeah, it's like, okay. good question, Renee. It's like, anytime they need to, like, bulk out the numbers, they'll have Renee be like, why am I here? And someone will just do some random exposition. Yeah. Anyway, and Richard says, because anyone is coming to the service later, and Billy's like, what's going on? And Richard's like, what is going on is the biscuit will be taking this memorial very seriously. It would be a disaster for any of us to crack up. And the likelihood with the strange things he says, we we might might be tempted to laugh. So let's get it out of our system now. And Renee's like, that's why you called me here to practice a funeral. And George is like, for a frog. And Richard's like, Elaine and I have written a little mock eulogy, hitting the points John will probably touch on. If you have to laugh, do it now. I would have loved to have seen like a little scene of like Richard and Elaine drawing up like a brainstorming. Eulogy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like what is John going to say? Yeah. yeah. Well, George is like, you've got to be kidding. <laughs> um, and uh, and Nell's like, no, 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 no. He's got a point. We don't want to laugh during a real thing. And Richard's like, let's just do it. Elaine. And Elaine kind of goes. <coughs> <laughs> he, you're laughing already. Like Elaine's like. <coughs> He wasn't just a beloved frog. <laughs> he, he was, was an amphibian who loved others. And everyone's mouth is already mouths are already starting Twitching, to twitch. Yeah. yeah. And and she's like, many reptiles see things as they are and say why. <laughs> and Billy's like, he's not gonna say that. Richard says, Billy, we're dealing with John Cage. Who knows what he'll say? <laughs> Go on. Elaine's like, he was a giving frog. <laughs> And then we cut to a new scene, but it's just, I like, I wish we'd heard the entire eulogy. It's great. It's so good. It's so funny. Many reptiles see things as they are and say, why? So <laughs> looks and said, why not? <laughs> Bless. Ribbit. Um, okay. Yeah. So then we have a new scene. Opposing counsel is closing on Ali's case and um, she's saying, feelings we can't really control, but behaviour we can and we should. Is it understandable that Hannah suffered hurt feelings? Of course. Is it acceptable for her to assault Laura and throw in a trash bin? Of course not. And this pup, she took that stand defending her actions, basically saying that emotion just took her over, saying that Laura was the wrongdoer. For what? For letting her emotion take her over? She fell in love. She fell in love. Is it unfortunate that the man was her best friend's boyfriend? Yes. Um, And Ali's, at this point, Ali's looking really shifty, like, 
chewing on it. Uh, yeah. Hitting, like, Resonating. Yeah. Um, but then the opposing counsel says, um, but love, true love, isn't something that just comes along like a train where you can say, hey, I'll just catch the next one. If everything we've been told about true love is in fact true, maybe it comes along once. And Ali's borrowing her brow. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, does it make sense to exalt the protocol of friendship over your one chance of... <sighs> Imagine two people being right for each other, knowing they're right for each other, and letting it pass by because she dates my friend. Any woman who does that, well, she sort of dumps herself in that trash bin herself, doesn't she? And I'm like, mm, maybe we'll get onto this later when we do retrial, but I'm like, mm, not sure by that one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so then we get Ali doing her closing, um, and she's saying her best friend. Not a friend, her best friend leaving her in a big heap and then she sues her and then because she knows she looks like the villain she is she goes out and hires a diminutive lawyer for the sole purpose of making me the heavy and i'm like ali you don't need to defend Why yourself are you here this this is about, about you, you. <laughs> yeah exactly he struts up in court and announces that i kicked him once no relevance except to make you not like me and hopefully then not like my client a gross attempt at manipulating you, and he should be ashamed for it. Ashamed. <laughs> and then Orange <laughs> immediately starts to cry, and it is so fucking funny. Now, voice go really squeaky, squeaky yeah, like on purpose yeah. um, but he's like wailing but like that the, the wailing like echoes into the next scene yeah, yeah. as he's like sobbing um, so the next scene is um, there's, there's this huge blown up pic of um, John and Stefan <laughs> which is so Aww. cute you know like you have those blown up pictures yes. at funerals there's one yeah. of John and Stefan um, and, and there's like loads surrounded of flowers, flowers. Yeah. yeah and we're all in John's office and Nell um, Georgia, Billy, Ali, Elaine, Renee, and random extras, and George and Richard, and like they're Everyone, all there. Yeah. Um, and I don't understand this because has Ali like left her closing to come to the funeral? Well, there's going to be a wait, isn't there, while the jury decides. So this will be the wait while she's don't waiting. Don't know if she'd for... have had time to nip back. Like, surely the jury well, some... aren't going to debate for a days over this you know what I mean I don't know anyway yeah. anyway I just thought it was a bit weird that it went straight from her in court because yeah. normally it kind of follows a <laughs> yeah timeline but anyway so so yeah and so they're, they're all in there and there's flowers this big picture and John is playing the bagpipes yeah and then he stops and he says I don't want to be ridiculous about this uh, I know he wasn't human but he was a little soul who touched me and I'm not embarrassed to have loved him I'm not ashamed to miss him. It's the only thing left for me to do is to... <sighs> honor him. And I do that by sharing my love for him with those people I love. To know that it was my own hand that pushed the button. And Elaine's like pressing her lips so <laughs> yeah, tightly together to like not... Yeah. He says, to know that it was me who had the toilet altered so that there'd be a stronger flush. And Renee and Nell are like smirking. <laughs> yeah. 
because I like a fresh bowl and remnants upset me. And Ali's just like scrunching her entire face up <laughs> trying not to laugh. And John like almost chokes up in the next bit. He's like, imagine what it must have been like for him to be suddenly caught in a violent whirlpool cascading him. And Richard's like, <laughs> yeah, and he's like, well, I can only hope the bowl was indeed fresh. And he fell into it. And Elaine's like, <laughs> like she lets out a little giggle. And everyone just dissolves into giggles a bit. And, but yeah. especially Ali. Yeah. And she's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I use humour to preempt the pain. And George is like, I'm sorry. And Richard's like, me too. And Billy's like, it does work. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone laughs. And John just like puts his hands up and waves them and just like walks out. Clearly and Ali's like, yeah. oh, 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 John. And she like follows him. And she's like, John, I think you tried to make us laugh. And John's like, why would I? And Ali's like, because you're angry right now and it's easier than being sad. And John's like, it was not my intention to be funny. And Ali's like, but sometimes you are just the same. Remember how you said people see you as funny strange and I said I see you as special strange? Well, I've got news for you. Everybody in that room thinks you're special and that's why they're there. Go and finish your service. If we laugh, we laugh. And we, at this point, we see George kind of hovering in the in doorway the behind yeah. Ali. Um, and he says, but go and finish. And John goes back in. And George then goes up to Ali. And he says, I can't walk away from you. I won't. And I'm like, this is the moment you've chosen to have I this conversation. What a, in the uh, middle of a funeral. Okay, it's a frog, frog funeral, but, but like, yeah, clearly like, it's important. Yeah. Why are you even invited anyway? Anyway, yeah, right. He's yeah. like, I, I, yeah. And then Elaine comes out behind as George is saying this. So she hears him say that. But then Ali's beeper goes off. And she's like, oh my God, verdict. I've got to go see you. And she leaves. And George... Do you think Elaine hears that bit? Well, she, she comes out of the room just as he's saying, I can't. Uh, or I won't. Or I won't. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So, I, so won't. I don't yeah. think. I don't think she knows what he said previously. Maybe, but clearly. But she knows something. She knows something. She knows. She saw them yeah. like suspiciously well, because, eye fucking in the bar. Like but, she but knows also, something's going on. Ali kind of freezes when he says that. Yeah. And I think it's kind of on her face that he's just said something, like. Well, she's behind George, so George can't see her. No. But Ali is facing the direction in which yeah. she can see her. Yeah. Um, so anyway, she's like, verdict to you. She leaves, and George is just staring after her. And Elaine... He kind of leans against the wall. Yeah, like, like sighing. And yeah. Elaine goes back into the room so that he didn't see her. So Come he didn't out. see that yeah. she saw some of this. Yeah. Anyway, we're in the courtroom, and the jury is filing in. And Hannah is sort of, they're discussing like how they think it's going to go. Yeah. Um, and uh, Ali's like, it's close, Hannah. And Hannah's like, do you think the midget made, the, made a difference? And Ali's like, he's not a midget. And I'm like, do you think Ali's correcting because it's not the politically correct term? Or do you think she's just like, he's a 10-year-old with a, I don't know. Uh, who knows? I, I, I don't know that it, I don't know that people knew that midget wasn't politically correct. Well, because he's a, he's not a midget anyway. No. He was a young, the character certainly. I know we looked into the actor as well. He had a hormone deficiency. I think it was a similar thing. He had some, say. yeah. The character had the same thing, but basically, but he was older than what yes. Orin is portrayed. Yeah, yeah. The actor, I think it was like in his, I think it was twenty, like or something. Oh, maybe yeah, in his teens. Yeah, yeah. so he's playing younger, but yeah. I think they gave him the same condition. 
So he's not a little person. Yeah. But I wonder whether, because Ali keeps correcting her, but I don't know if it's because she's like, he's not a little person, he's actually got hormone deficiency, or whether she's like, you shouldn't be saying midget. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Anyway. I wish they would But then she'll go it. and make cracks about his yes. size anyway. Like, it's, yeah. Anyway, the jury, the judge asks the jury for the verdict and they say, in the matter of pain versus puck, we find in flavour, flavour? <laughs> we find, <laughs> we find in favour of the plaintiff, Laura Payne, and order Hannah Puck to pay damages in the amount of one dollar. Um, and because Oren is really happy when he says, "Well, they he all are, won. yeah, all of them." But then his like, face falls when they give the amount of yeah, one dollar, and, and Hannah's like, "One dollar," and Ali's like, "That's great," and Oren starts crying like, "One dollar," and the judge is like, "Mr. Cooley," and the opposing counsel sort of arguing with Oren is like, "Give it a rest, Oren," and Oren just like stops immediately, like, "Ah, oh, well, I tried." Gives a shrug, you know, like, yeah. yeah, like. <laughs> Um, and the judge dismisses the court and Hannah's like thank you so much you really do remind me of me um, thank you and she like pushes Ali on the shoulder well, she gives her like a playful like, like punch, shove yeah. yeah and Ali kind of smirks and pushes her back and they sort of say goodbye and then Oren says until we meet again and Ali's like yes Oren until and they shake hands yeah. um, but they, they didn't ever meet again I looked it up oh we don't see any more Oren after this oh and of course we know that the actor died very not young. long after that yeah um so yeah we oh. never see Oren again goodbye Oren bye Oren yeah so um yeah so next scene Ali is walking out of the courtroom um and Elaine is there leaning against the water fountain in the hallway and did anyone else spot that Elaine wore green to a frog funeral <laughs> no <laughs> She's in oh, all green. I love that. That's so cute. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Ali's like surprised to see her because she never comes to the court. She's like, Elaine, what are you doing here? And Elaine says, you can have any man you want, Ali. Please don't take mine. And then she walks off. And Ali's sort of stunned a bit. Like, also a bit, I guess, ashamed and sad. I don't know. Why did you read her expression? Well, <clears throat> I don't really think I pay much attention to her expression because I was just a bit like... I don't like, I don't like this thing of like, don't take my man, right. like, because I'm just like, uh, because Renee was right when she said yes. earlier, like, you can't take someone's boyfriend, yeah. no. you can't take someone's girlfriend, yeah. like, like, they're, like, Elaine's having that conversation with the wrong person. Exactly, yeah. like, no one can take anyone else, the only reason a person would have this conversation with the other man or the other woman is because they are too scared to have the real conversation yeah. and hearing the truth from their own partner. Yeah. And Elaine, I feel like Elaine knows that George isn't really into her, yeah. but is choosing to ignore this and is yeah. deciding that the person who well, has... Well, because she's insecure. Yeah, That's but why. she's deciding that the person with the control over her relationship is Ali when it's actually her. Yeah. Like, she does not need to be with a guy yeah. with a wandering eye who is at most warm about from her. what we know of Elaine's backstory, which we found out a bit last season, this <clears> makes <throat> perfect sense that she'd feel like that because she doesn't think she's worthy. Yeah. Like, she thinks she's she's taking what she can get and she yeah. won't get any better. Yeah. Um, it's really, really sad. sad. Really yeah. sad. Yeah. Um, but anyway, next scene, it's night time. It's John's office. John is packing up his bagpipes. Um, and Nell comes in um, saying that she's got something for him. 
Um, and she said she was looking to get a card, but she remembered that when she lost Millie, her mother went right out, and then she just goes here and gives uh, John a small box um, and says she's not a replacement. And and John opens the box and there's a little wee frog, little frog, little froggy, little froggy. Little froggy. <laughs> It's your really like small. fingerprint, like it's tiny. It fits on the end of his finger. Yeah, is it that small. Yeah. Well, I think he's probably got a bigger finger than me. Yeah. But um, it's it's like the size. Very of, small. You can fit it. It's on your much fingertip. smaller than Stefan. Much smaller. It's yeah. a baby frog. Yeah. yeah. Um and um yeah. So Nell's saying she's not a placement, but she she is cute for a frog. And John's like she's an American tree frog. And Nell's like yeah, she's got those little gecko hands like Stefan had. And and John's like she's so tiny. <laughs> and John like peers in, and the frog just jumps straight onto John's nose. Yeah. And it's so small, so small, so, so, so small. <laughs> and Nell's like, <gasps> and then she goes, she likes you. And John's like, she needs training. And Nell's like, yeah, we don't want her jumping on people's noses. <laughs> <laughs> and John sort of picks her off in his hand and John asks if he can call her Millie. I know. And Nell's like, sure. And then John says, you're a kind person, Nell. And Nell's like, you won't tell. And John is like, it will be our secret. And, and Nell sort of smiles walks and out. walks away. And um, firstly, I just want to point out when she walks away, you see the back of her head and her hair is wonderful. She's got these really elaborate updos that she started doing. Oh, I've not, I didn't notice that. I do remember noticing it when I first watched the show because I remember thinking, oh, I want to do my hair like that. And like, <laughs> um, but it was very, very like all these little twists oh, and twirls and stuff. And nice. I've started noticing they get more elaborate this season, I think, her uh, updos. Okay. So it's worth looking out for Keeping an eye But out. also, um, just the fact that that this this again this like weird narrative that David E. Kelly's pushing about Nell being cold and unkind. I'm like, what? literally all the evidence you're giving us points the exact the opposite fact that they, way. They keep saying like, oh, anytime she does something, they're like, oh, well, let's not tell anyone. And I'm like, but she's never anything but yeah, like, like it's mad weird. Um, so yeah, this was really cute. It's I love such this. a sweet scene. Love this. Yeah. Um, so then Annie comes out of the elevator and George is in her office and I'm like, Jesus Christ, give this it up. This guy. This fucking guy, I swear. Um, so Ali's like, hey, and George just goes, look, Elaine's a great girl. Last thing I want to do is hurt her butt. And Ali just holds her hand up and she says, you know, um, your wiggle walk. When I was sad, sometimes I'd skip. And, and the way that you can hear songs in your head. But see, underneath all that fun stuff in common, what? we're not right for each other. Now, how I know that, I, I, I can't really explain, but I do know. You're lying. I, ca I can't. Allie, I'm not going to end up with Elaine. Well, maybe you will or maybe you won't, but I am not going to be the one. It'll it'll hurt her more if, if I... I haven't so much as held your hand and already I'm in love with you. And I'm just like, fuck off, George! Like, she yeah. said no 20 times yeah. in this episode alone. I know. Like, fuck the fuck off. And just the way he's like, I won't end up with Elaine. It's like, so why are you still seeing her? 
Like, why are you with this girl? If, if you know it's n- never going to go anywhere. Yeah. Why are you still seeing Elaine? But anyway, he says this like, I'm in love with him already, I'm in love with you. And yeah. Annie looks as though she's going to like give in. But then she's yeah, like... Yeah, because she looks like... As ever with Ali, whenever yeah. a guy claims to be madly, passionately in love with her, yeah. like, however disingenuous, however baseless it is, yeah. like, she always looks dazzled by it. Yeah. Like, she really, yeah. But then, to her credit, she, she turns around and says, it. it's yeah. not going to happen, George. And then Vonda kind of starts up singing um, in the background, Take Me Home by Tom Waits. Um, and Ali kind of walks past her desk to sort of stare out of the window and George is like, if you tell me you don't feel a little of what I feel, I'll leave. And I'm like, she said no times a billion. Take a, like, Fuck a off. fucking hint. It's not even a hint. It's not even a Take hint. Take the neon sign that we're smacking you Stop. around the head with, <laughs> yeah. you know? Stop, leave. And Ali just goes, I don't feel what you feel. And the music, the lyrics of the music are something like, Take me home, you silly boy. Yeah. So it's like, that's meant to be at. Ali's like in a monologue like I'm saying all the things but actually I really just want you to take me home you silly boy yeah, and I'm like yeah, like this yeah, is horrible I know. Um, but George leaves Ali's like crying and she watches her grow and she's like pouting like well, my <laughs> life is so hard all these men throwing themselves at me like can't have I know. like woe is me uh, it's so like and that's the end yeah yeah so that's so, the end yeah this it's so I mean I'm just, I'm really not happy. No. Retrial. Pain versus Puck. Pain versus Puck. How do you find? <laughs> I feel like the nerve on this woman. The nerve. To go behind. <laughs> to go behind her best friend's back and date her boyfriend and then turn around and sue her when she reacts badly. I mean, this is a classic like, example unbelievable. of, like, abuse of the justice system. Yeah. This is not... And this is why I think that the jury did exactly the right yeah, thing. Yeah, same Because, here. like, it's a waste of time, this yeah. case. You're abusing case resources. You're abusing time that could be taken up with cases that actually mean something yeah like are yeah. useful to the world yeah like, because the thing is she didn't beat her into a coma no. she didn't even beat her black and blue like i'm sorry but when you do something as shitty as as she has done like you take your lumps and you get on with it yeah like maybe you deserved being put in that bin you know like i just yeah. yeah i do think that line is perfect yeah i was just like i think that bin fit you a bit too well and that's but what you're not happy about it's just such a waste of time so yeah they found they found very well yeah I really like technically you're in the wrong yes technically like just pay her a dollar like this shouldn't be yeah yeah yeah, like technically yes you shouldn't physically assault someone but yeah like we think the emotional distress it caused you is worth a a dollar here you go like on your way yeah yeah I, I think it like the right decision happened yeah yeah Verdict of the week. The jury's back. Uh, who do you have? George is guilty. Okay. Yeah. I have that as well, but I will really? say I actually have two. Oh, okay. So you go into George. Okay. I just think, like, even if you're... I just don't understand why you would continue to date someone when you know it's not going to go anywhere totally and when you are deliberately chasing someone else especially when that someone else is someone that that person works with uh, slash our friends with 
Like, why is he stringing Elaine on? Like, well, I can... So, so this is the thing, right? I am not against the idea of open relationships. It's not for me, but I'm not against other people doing them. Um, I'm not against the idea of just dating for fun and not wanting anything serious. Um, but I don't think that's what Elaine is looking for. No. So this is the problem. I think these things only work if you establish the kind of intentions that you have yeah. in all of these things and communicate exactly what's going on at any given time that's the only way it's fair yeah and like everyone can be happy in mm. that arrangement um that's the only way it'll work without it getting toxic and people feeling pain yeah. like feeling you know feeling up, up, upset with the arrangement and i just think george i can understand you wanting to not be exclusive with someone yet yeah, that's fine you can just want to be in a relationship for a bit of fun. And to be fair, it may be that he said all of that and Elaine has also said, oh yeah, sure, that's also what I want. And yet she's not really being, she's not saying. Yeah. But any idiot can see. It's so fucking Like she's obvious, obvious that she yeah. cares for you more like than she that. is really into you but the problem is is he's not having that conversation with her as soon as he's realized that do you know what i mean like because it's this thing that we talked about a few episodes ago he doesn't want to be the bad guy we saw yeah. it with reverend mark he doesn't mm. want to have the difficult conversation that is elaine i think you like me more than i like you and i'm sorry it's and not gonna happen i i i'm starting to like your boss and yeah and that's, that's exactly the thing if you're in that arrangement where you've said oh i don't want anything serious but then you find someone else that you do want to be serious with the first thing you do is speak to elaine first and explain that that's how you're feeling before you even express any of these feelings yeah. to ali yeah like you, you don't just, just keep her in reserve as you're like just in case Ali up. says no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, just like, well, I don't want to break things. Up. Well, this is it. I was like, is he stringing along because yeah. it's easy sex slash yeah. romance? I totally think because he is. it's just like he knows oh, that I don't, be I don't want to break off with her if Ali because I don't want Ali if Ali rejects me, I, then I'm alone. So I'll, I'll keep Elaine hanging around and yeah. hanging on while I explore potential with Ali. Yeah. I'm just like, you shitbag. I know. And the other thing that irritated me with him, which is another reason I wanted to give him a guilty verdict as well, is that Ali has consistently from the start said no. Mm. No, I'm not interested. No, Elaine, you're Elaine's friend. No. And I don't care if she's like showing you being nice doe to eyes. you and showing yeah. you doe eyes and like admitting that Elaine might be one of the only reasons. It doesn't matter. It's still a reason. She said no. And in that last scene, he just kept coming back with, yeah. if you say, oh, but, uh, oh, but you're like, oh, but you're and like, she has said no. Yeah. How many times? Like, fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Listen. Yeah. yeah. Like. You can't force someone to change their mind just no. by being persistent. Badgering them. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Just, uh, yeah, it's. I, I nearly gave Ali a not guilty for telling him no, like from them being yeah, consistent uh, from the beginning. Uh, yeah. But then she said that thing about Elaine only being there for her to take things out on, and I was like, no, I'm not giving you anything. Else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I did want to give another verdict to oh, okay. Nell. I want to give her a not guilty just for giving that frog and being so kind I to know. John. That was very cute. So cute. Amazing. And I was just like, I really just want... I feel like Nell deserves 
some some props for awards that. for that. Yeah, you know. that is very um, sweet thing to do. So cute. Yeah, yeah. When John was so down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, it was a bit of a mixed bag this episode. Yeah. Like I really loved all the frog stuff and the yeah. general stuff. Yeah. But like the John Ritter arc, I haven't enjoyed. No, because he's slightest. such a shit bag, isn't he? Yeah. Like he's a real. And it's a shame because he's such a good actor. Like it's a shame that he was yeah. this dumbass character. But it's that thing also of just like yeah, just like you say, it didn't feel earned. Yeah. It didn't feel like what are you two basing on this? Like, like, yeah. How have you got here from yeah, what we've seen? From, from what we've seen, like, it, you you really have not had that much interaction. Uh, it's not plausible that that you would both fit, and it just feels like Ali gets so caught up in the just possibility of love. Yeah, like not even the promise of it. It's yeah. just the mere possibility of love. Yeah, the the fact that that has been dashed is like a tragedy to her. Yeah. Which is mad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, and it's, and I didn't buy what that woman said in the trial, the opposing counsel lady, where she was like, love isn't the sort of thing that, you know, you wait for the next train that comes along. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you can. Yeah. There are so many people in the world. Yeah, but that, that completely, I mean, that whole closing really bought into the idea of you only get one true love. Bollocks. Which is bollocks. Bollocks. Yeah, like, Absolute bollocks. The whole, the whole concept of one true love and soulmates and there's only one and it's just like, well, of course not. Of and course not. It's just like, stupid. That is Disney fairy tale but that's rubbish. What, that's what Ali buys into Yeah, so it much. is. Completely. And that's what I feel like that's that kind of mindset is what she was carrying with her with this whole storyline with But George. it's almost like, it's it's like, um, you know, we talk about toxic masculinity. I feel like that's an element of toxic femininity. Like, yes. um, this idea that, because I don't know, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm being, I don't know. Does that feel right? What? Well, because... You know, like, that is a cultural idea. But do you feel like it is a cultural idea that is held by women more enthusiastically than men? Um, or is it an, an idea that is held... I don't know if that's held, true, actually. Yeah, exactly. Which I is why now I'm... hold it. Yeah, which is now I'm wondering whether it's just... Yeah, whether, I think it's, it has... whether it's fair to say it's a toxic femininity yeah, thing. Yeah, I know I what don't you mean. But I do fair. think it, it has... Um, it's just that, a toxic idea. It's a toxic idea, but I do think it plays out with different consequences for men versus women in the kind of... Certainly in the old... In the patriarchal society that we've had for yeah. so long. So, for example, that idea is some of the reason why women feel like, oh, I shouldn't sleep with anyone until I find the one. Yes. Because he might not want me if I've been with lots of... Because it's like, yes. if he's the one, that shouldn't matter. Yeah, exactly, I mean? yeah. But, like, whereas men don't have that problem. No. Like, they're allowed to, like, sleep with whoever they want until they find the one. But when yeah. they find the one, it's like, well, she has to want me. Yeah. Otherwise, like, I've decided she's the one. And then if she decides... That's when they can go into, like spiral into like incel yeah, territory yeah, like, yeah, like, and then we saw a little bit of I'm not saying that George wasn't incel but do you know what I mean like we saw a little bit of this refusal to accept 
a rejection yeah. of that narrative they've got in their yeah. head. Like, you're the one. But I've like, decided. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. Yeah, and I'm I've, like, no. I've decided you're... you're um, you could be the one. And I'm like, well, I haven't decided that. I've decided this is love. That what I'm feeling is love. And it's like, how can you possibly know that? Yeah. You you don't know this woman. Yeah. And this woman does not know you. Yeah. Like, you've had, like, it's just not, it's not love. Whatever you yeah. think this is, it's not love. Yes. Like, um, yeah. But it's just, yeah, it's just a really, um, uh, yeah, just exhausting watching a man exhaust himself in, like, badgering a woman. Yeah. I was like, how many times does she have to say no? I know. Well, yeah, I feel like you're, like, we feel her exhaustion of yeah. being like, seriously, dude? I said no. Men are hard work. <laughs> Just putting it out there. They're real hard work. They say women are hard work. Men are. <laughs> um, oh, so, yeah, so that's it for this episode. What yeah. did you think? Did you enjoy John Ritter and the George character? Or were you, like, had enough of him, like us? Yeah, were you and exhausted by it? How are you feeling about Stefan? Stefan! Poor R.I.P. Stefan. Yeah. Um, but Millie was cute. Millie is a cutie. Yeah. Please tell us what you think. You can do so in many different ways. One of the ways is on Twitter, at yep. Bygods Podcast. One of the ways is Instagram, at Bygods Pod. Or on Facebook, uh, you search for us on Bygods Podcast. And uh, you can even email us at bygodspodcast at gmail.com. Um, and don't forget, you can always become a patron and get your next episode... 48 hours early. A whole 48 hours early. And if you give us a little more little more dosh will give you extra things so you'll get so much bygones in your life you won't know what to do with it <laughs> um, but until next time bygones, bygones. As I walk this land, I